it's Jade Kolf at the Kolf, man. It is no holds barred. Today's program, we are bringing the heat. We are bringing the fire. On the program today, we've got the US Open special podcast. New York City, Manhattan, US Open. Today's program, we're talking Rafael Nadal, the world number one. We've got Roger Federer. How did he go in round two? Did he set up the matchup with Kyrgios that we've been waiting for? Nick Kyrgios, how is he looking? Did he get through against the Frenchman, Herbert? We've got Novak Djokovic. And we've got the Canadian sensation, the youngster, Denis Shapovalov. It's all here today. The US Open podcast. This is no holds barred. Comfort endlessly has pulled itself upon me. Distracting, reacting. Against my will, I stand beside my own reflection. It's haunting how I can't seem to find myself again. My walls are closing in. Not a sense of confidence. I'm convinced that there's just too much pressure to take. I felt this way before So insecure Yes, we're back Jade Colf at the Colf Man It's no holds barred Great to be back on the airways For our US Open special podcast and it is all going on in full effect week one at the US Open and all kinds of exciting things going on. It's been stifling heat in New York City for the first week thus far. Players have been dropping like flies and it's a last man standing affair at this stage. Best of five sets. Roger Federer got through earlier on this morning against Benoit Paire. He looked impressive. Nick Kyrgios, he got through against uh, the Frenchman, Hubert. And Kyrgios looked in trouble there, down a set and a break, but found a way to get through. And he sets up the the round three matchup under lights, which will take place on Arthur Ashe Stadium that everybody was hoping for. Federer versus Kyrgios. That is a must-see one right there. Novak Djokovic uh, got through his round one. He's taking to uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium later on against Tennis Sangren of the United States. And we're going to talk a little bit about Denis Shapovalov today as well, the young Canadian sensation who I've uh, been speaking about for the last 12 months. Huge raps on him. I think this guy is a future multiple Grand Slam champion, and he is fast-tracking his way towards the top 20, top 15, and where I think he will be established. He'll be a top five player uh, in my eyes. This kid is dynamic. He's explosive. He's got the left-handed advantage as well, free-flowing one-handed backhand. He is must-see tennis TV, no doubt about that. Young Canadian Denis Shapovalov, but... Today's program, we're going to get started today with Rafael Nadal, who uh, the world number one, who looks in 
Fantastic form. He uh, he took out another Canadian, Vasek Pospisil, 6-3, 6-4, in last night's night session. And Pospisil, who is an interesting one, got to number 25 in the world back in 2013. He currently stands at number 88 and is playing the majority of his tennis on the challenger circuit. Uh, when he got to the top 30 in the world, Pospisil, uh, he had some injury problems. He had uh, a serious back injury that uh, he took into the Australian Open there, and, and he has not been the same player since. He's a big man, Pospisil, about six foot four. Uh, you know, moves well for a big man. Has has quite a big game, but he's just been uh, really struggled to get back to that level, that top top twenty five, uh, somewhere in the top twenty five, top twenty. Uh, area the week in week out so he's back in the top 100 now but he was no match for Nadal as I said 6-3 6-4 6-2 Nadal uh, looks extremely strong 84% of first serve points uh, won by Nadal when that first ball went in he cracked 26 winners and was efficient as ever at the net winning 14 of 17 points and he's not afraid to come into the net the net Nadal he uh, he really when you look at his net statistics, he is dominant up there, always winning uh, upwards of 80% of points when he attacks the net because he, he comes in on such uh, such heavy balls, such ferocity. It's not like he's chipping and charging. He is crushing balls and getting in behind it. And, you know, normally they're just open court volleys, but it's the way he does it, the efficiency uh, that, uh, that he does it with that, that makes it so effective. And... It was uh, really one-way traffic against uh, the Canadian Pospisil. The uh, Dale moves through. He's got an interesting matchup in round three. He plays the uh, the young Russian Karen Kachinov uh, in that third round. I've been big on Kachinov as well. I think this guy uh, this guy's a future top ten player, definitely a top fifteen uh, and possible top ten player. He's got a huge game, huge serve, cracks the forehand. Uh, so that's a that's a bit of a tricky one for Nadal there uh, as well. Um, Kachanov's got the firepower and the heat to trouble Nadal. So if you are, uh, if you can get, get yourself in front of a TV or better still, um, get live tickets to that one, that one uh, will be an interesting one. But obviously expect Nadal to come through there. He's looking uh, as strong as ever. But the Nadal-Kachanov match will be... Uh, Will be uh, an interesting, an interesting matchup. Both guys in in really good form, um, so um, that's one to to really look forward to there. Um, Roger Federer this morning got through against uh, the crazy Frenchman Benoit Paire seven five six four six four. So the first two rounds for the great man Roger Federer, no trouble so far. He took out the Japanese uh, journeyman Nishioka. Round one, it was really just um, a training run. That one there, Nishioka has nothing that can can hurt um, hurt Federer from the back of the court. Um, Pear uh, is a tricky customer, super athlete, um, crazy as I said before. Mentally, uh, you know, goes in and out of matches. Uh, he's highly entertaining, that's for sure. But it was Federer who uh, took care of business in straight sets, seven five six four six four. Federer. Uh, sets up that third round clash with Nick Kyrgios now. Um, all fans have been waiting for that one. And 
that one should be a beauty under lights, possibly Saturday night, I believe, Arthur Rush Stadium. But today, this morning, Federer against Pear, um, you know, was very clinical. 75% of first serve, uh, first serve wins when that, that ball went in the first serve, went in the court. And Federer cracked 27 winners uh, to go along with that efficiency. So he'd be very happy to get in the locker room uh, in straight sets and uh, to rest up to look forward to that that Kyrgios uh, danger match for for the five time U.S. Open champion in round three. And and we'll talk we'll talk on Kyrgios now. He was in trouble against uh, Herbert. He was down a set and a break against the Frenchman and in stifling conditions. The writing was on the wall and it looked like. Uh, there may be an upset there with Kyrgios. And it was interesting there, um, the umpire who was officiating the match spoke to Kyrgios about his lack of effort throughout that second set and said, and said Kyrgios, Nick, you need, to, you need to start trying. I don't want you to get in trouble. And it seemed to, to spark Kyrgios and, and wake him up. He called for the trainer. The trainer come out and really Kyrgios, I don't think he had any idea really why the trainer was out there. He just said, just stay out here with me for, for a couple of minutes. And it was just a weird situation. And it seemed to spark uh, Kyrgios into action. He came back out, somehow won the, uh, broke back, won the second set, and then won the tiebreaker. So won that second set 7-6. And then got through uh, in, in the third. And then the, and then the fourth set uh, was, was an absolute cakewalk. So, really interesting there. You're probably going to hear more about that moving forward on this one here. And it was just a, a scenario where uh, that I'd never seen before where the umpire was talking to a player about, like, encouraging him or giving him uh, advice on, yeah, to give more effort. Uh, it's just something that I've, that I've never seen before. It'll be interesting to see what... Um, the USTA officials do with that one there. I'm sure Herbert would be uh, would be upset with what went on. Um, that match was in uh, was right there for him to to win. You'd think if Herbert goes up two sets to love, then uh, he's going to be able to go on and take that match. Curious, not one to really want to dig in and grind out uh, five set matches, especially in uh, you know 90, 92 degree. Uh, Fahrenheit heat there in uh, in New York. So um, stay tuned with that one there. There'll, I think there'll be more on that one. You'll you'll hear a little bit about that. It'll be interesting to see what uh, what pans out there. But Federer versus Kyrgios round three must see. That'll be under lights, which uh, Roger would pro- would have probably preferred that match during the daytime. Uh, Kyrgios will appreciate the more the more uh, cooler conditions. Uh, under lights, but it will be an absolute blockbuster and, uh, you know, must-see uh, must television there for the armchair fan, that's for sure. Federer versus Kyrgios, um, so stay tuned for that one there. Uh, up next, we're going to talk Novak Djokovic uh, on his first round win, what uh, what he should expect against Tennis Sangren tonight, and we're going to talk, talk about... Young Canadian sensation, Denis Shapovalov. It's all here. We'll be back here in a minute. This is No Holds Barred. 
We are back. No holds barred studio. It is the US Open special podcast. New York City for the next two weeks is where it all goes down. And Novak Djokovic takes on Tennis Sangren. An interesting matchup tonight under lights. And Novak got through his first rounder in four sets to 2018 Wimbledon champion. Seems to be somewhere close to getting back to his best. He's definitely, uh, his confidence is definitely back. Uh, His fitness seems to be uh, back to uh, almost supreme levels. Uh, He got through and handled the heat there in his first round. Won't be quite as warm for the for the Serbian superstar tonight uh, when he takes on Sangren. And, uh, you know, Novak, I believe, is the favourite to take out this championship. No doubt about that. He's on uh, on a collision course with Roger Federer in the quarterfinals. Uh, obviously, Federer's got to navigate some murky waters and get through, uh, get through Kyrgios and, and a couple of others before that matchup uh, will take place. But Novak Djokovic... Uh, definitely a real threat to uh, to add to his Slam Trophy cabinet, and uh, the matchup tonight with Sangren is an interesting one. As we know, tennis, uh, who hails from from Tennessee in the United States, made the quarterfinals of the Australian Open in January this year. I was there uh, to see that firsthand up close. He had an incredible win against Dominic Team in five sets in round four, and. Uh, you know, uh, an incredible run from um, from Sangren, who up until this point had really battled, uh, you know, conditioning and fitness issues, um, some family, uh, some family tragedy as well. But uh, since then, since that Australian Open run from Sangren, he really hasn't impacted at all on tour. Just a couple of wins here and there. Um, so he probably wants to impact at this US Open, and he's got a chance to to uh, show what he can do against Novak Djokovic. Um, so I'm really uh, curious to see how how he gets along there. Um, you know, but I think uh, Novak, you'd expect too steady from the baseline. Uh, he, he looks like he's uh, he's got confidence in his body now. He looks like he's, uh, he's moving well. Uh, the serve is a little bit more solid. Uh, he's making more first serves in. Uh, his defense seems to be back to uh, the world class levels that they were at when he was dominating men's tennis and um, as I said I expect Novak to go really really deep in this championship and uh, expect him to get through against Sangram tonight I'm hoping tennis can can play well uh, under the bright lights um, definitely think he's up to the occasion but it's an opportunity for uh, for Sangram to uh, show that his quarterfinal run in Melbourne was no uh, was no uh, let's just say was was not a once off. Um, so we'll uh, we'll uh, talk more about uh, that Novak Djokovic and Tennis Sangram matchup uh, on tomorrow's episode. But we're going to segue on to the young Canadian sensation Denis Shapovalov. Now I've been massive on this kid uh, for the last twelve months. I think. Uh, he's going to be one of the the athletes that uh, take this game. Uh, the the one of the players and the athletes that carries this game over the next decade. 
Uh, he is an exciting, exciting athlete, just dynamic and explosive. As I said earlier on, he's got that left-handed advantage as well, a free-flowing one-handed backhand, uh, huge forehand, can come to the net, can move forward, can volley. He can really do it all. And he uh, he had an impressive win against Andrea Seppi uh, in five sets in round number two. Now, Seppi is the real pro's pro. The Italian has been on tour now for, uh, for over a decade. And uh, he's really a brick wall from the back of the court, is Seppi. Compact backhand, compact forehand, gives you absolutely nothing. And when his fitness is uh, 100%, uh, you know, I really think Seppi's that uh, a, a top 20 top twenty level player. And um, Shapovalov was not never going to get it all his own way. And that one went five sets. And it was a great matchup. If, uh, if you paid attention there, Shapovalov is an attacking, free-flowing style player. Uh, very aggressive, likes to hit winners, go big, take risks. Where Seppi more the uh, more the conventional baseliner, a counter punch kind of player, and uh, gives you absolutely nothing from the back of the court. Competes hard. A real pro's pro, as I said before, is Seppi. Um, you know, mentally strong as well. And it was a fantastic second round match, and it was Shapovalov shot making and you know sheer brilliance really, which uh, got him through in five against Seppi. Um, and Shapovalov sets up a, uh, a round three matchup with Kevin Anderson of South Africa. That one is, uh, is a great matchup as well. And uh, if you get a chance to if you get a chance to see that, uh, that matchup there, uh, take a look at um, you know Shapovalov, as I think he's going to be a top five player. Uh, and around uh, playing semi-finals and finals of slams uh, for the next decade, Canada should be extremely excited uh, at what they have their hands on here with this young man. He can take tennis to a whole new level uh, in uh, in the country of Canada, and and they can be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, you know, producing producing players and youngsters coming through that can that can impact impact moving forward. Um, so that is. Uh, that match up there, Shapovalov versus Anderson. Uh, you know, obviously expect Anderson to come out serving uh, serving big. It's all, you know, Anderson's game, as, as we know, is based around his big serve, likes to be aggressive, but he's not going to have it all his own way there. And uh, I expect Shapovalov to give Anderson absolute fits in that one there. That will be a, a huge matchup for round three. So Federer versus Kyrgios round three. Shepovalov versus Kevin Anderson round three. Some real cracking matchups uh, early on uh, in New York at the US Open. It is shaping up to be uh, to be an exciting couple of days. There's no doubt about that. Uh, coming up next here on No Holds Barred, we're going to wrap the program up. Uh, we're going to uh, bring you some live scores on what is going on. Uh, in New York right now and I'm going to talk about uh, tomorrow's program uh, with Federer, Kyrgios, Nadal in action as well. This is Jade Kolf at the Kolf Man. This is No Holds Barred.
We are back here at No Holds Barred in the studio. We've got live scores coming in for our US Open special podcast. Great to be back on the airwaves and bringing you uh, all the the expert tips, the expert matchups on all things going on in New York for the next two weeks. And scores coming in now. Novak Djokovic has won the first set against Tennis Sanger in 6-1. So he has breezed through that first set. Uh, things looking ominous there uh, for Novak. And Tennis needs to really, uh, I guess, uh, get, his, get his head in the match there. He needs to change a few things up. Uh, Novak, one-way traffic, 6-1, set number one for the Serbian superstar. Uh, Key Nishikori, 5-2 up against Gael Monfils. In that blockbuster round two matchup, 5-2 Nishikori. He, uh, he wants to get back to uh, uh, his top five level. Uh, he's had battled some injuries over the last uh, 12 to 18 months as Nishikori, so he's working his way back, the former US Open uh, finalist. Marin Cilic, 6-2, five love up there in round number two, so he's cruising. Big Marin wanting to get through the early rounds with uh, little trouble. And Alex Diminar and Francis TFO in round two. Uh, Diminar, 6-4, 6-love. TFO bounced back to win the third, 7-5. And Diminar up 3-2 in the fourth set. So that's exciting for, uh, for Australian tennis. Diminar looking to get through to the third round of the US Open for the first time. And uh, that that is... Uh, that is uh, great news there for Australian fans and Australian tennis. Uh, TFO uh, won a title earlier on in the year. He's uh, he's going to be around for a long, long time. Both guys are similar kind of age, so uh, America has high hopes for uh, for Francis TFO uh, to move up and really uh, be a guy to push into the top twenty, uh, top ten in the world. I think that is very, very. Uh, doable for for TFO. He's a strong athlete, uh, has a tremendous attitude, very, very professional. And uh, But Diminar giving him all that he can handle uh, right now uh, and the young Australian looking to advance to the third round for the very, very first time and uh, improve on that world ranking. I believe he's currently uh, cracked the top 50. Uh, I'll tell you what, a third or fourth, uh, a fourth round showing here in New York, uh, we'll, we'll push him into uh, top 30, top 25 calculations, which is absolutely incredible for the 19-year-old uh, Alex Diminar. Uh, so it, it's all going on. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to bring you uh, more action, live action uh, that's going on in New York at the US Open. Uh, here uh, from the No Holds Barred Sports Podcast, uh, our US Open special. Fantastic to bring you uh, all the action and, and let you know what is going on in all things tennis, uh, why players are winning matches, why players are losing matches, uh, and to, uh, to, give, uh, you know, to give that, uh, that expert uh, advice uh, along the way. Um, just a couple of shout-outs before we wrap up today's show. I want to give a shout out to uh, my my great Brazilian uh, friend, uh, Pedro Pinto. Now, Pedro uh, and I played college tennis together over in the United States. Uh, we've been uh, 
Very, very good buddies for a very, very long time. Pedro is actually in New York City at the US Open, taking in all the action. He's actually sitting uh, in there watching uh, Novak Djokovic and Tennis Sangren right now. Um, it's his birthday today. Uh, it's, it's Pedro's birthday today, so I want to give uh, want to give him uh, a shout out himself, Pedro and uh, and his brother Manuel. I want to give them a shout out uh, for uh, for their birthdays today. And um, happy birthday, Pedro! Hope you're taking in uh, all the uh, exciting action there in New York, mate. Love uh, love hearing about uh, how things are going over there. And uh, he will be listening to uh, to this. Uh, US Open podcast. So, uh, um, happy birthday, mate! Hope you have a tremendous time over there. And uh, for all the uh, all the fans listening, uh, stay tuned. Tomorrow we're going to bring you more action from the US Open. We've got uh, Federer, Kyrgios. The build up for that uh, for that blockbuster matchup. More Shapovalov. Uh, we'll have Kevin Anderson. Uh, Rafael Nadal will be back in action. And uh, We'll bring you uh, the results of the matches that are going on right now. Nishikori Monfils uh, and Diminar and TFO. This is Jade Kolf at the Kolf, ma'am. This is the No Holds Barred Sports Podcast, the US Open special. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Try to take the best of me. Go away, you. Try to take the best of me. Go away, Yeah!